Hey there, I'm Trish Rapp, a woman's life coach and owner of Simplify With You, and you're listening to my podcast, Real Life, the show that's all about my obsession, living life with no regret. Together, we can do hard things, so let's navigate the messy, find our identity, and feel more confident while keeping it simple. Think of this as a chit-chat with your gal pal. Are you ready? It's time to show up for your own life, and I'm here to help. Well, hello there and welcome back. Okay, so here we are. This is the last episode for 2022. Oh my gosh, I'm just like a little overwhelmed in a really good way and like how did we get here? And by the way, just to warn you, we are on holiday. So if you hear chit-chatting in the background, that is a family. We are all home and warm and safe and all that good stuff. And I hope you are too. So a couple of episodes recently, like ago, I talked about one word. Um, and I wanted, like I referenced one word, but in this episode, I want to dive a little bit deeper. So we are not only going to elaborate more about what one word is, we're going to talk about where it came from. And most importantly, how, how do you find your one word? So I went to the library and I got the book, One Word That Would Change Your Life. This was written by Dan Britton, Jimmy Page, and John Gordon. Oh, and I say that because I have like been reading this book over and over. I'm surprised I just don't even own it <laughs> or can like say every single thing that's in there without having to look at it. But it is a really good book. So if you happen um, to have it, great. Uh, or if you want to go check it out at your local library, what I'm going to do is I'm going to be talking. Everything that I have done has come from this book regarding one word. Okay. So another note I just want to make here is that while it's the end of the year, it's 2022 right now, and I'm recording this, the good news is if you happen to be listening to this, I don't know, like the middle of next year or anytime in the future, the good news about this is that it does not need to be the beginning of the year for you to decide what your word is. Don't you love that? You can pick your word anytime during the year. And see, this is where I just love where there's no rules or that you can break the rules, all that good stuff. So just because it may not be the beginning of the year does not mean that, and you've never come up with a word before, does not mean that, oh, I need to wait until the new year to do that. Nope, absolutely not. In fact, I encourage you, if you've never done one word before and it's not the beginning of the year, by all means, go for it. Okay. So um, as I mentioned, I truly believe in the one word so much that I do not just ever foresee myself not talking about it. And it's just, it's just that good. So, and you know, you know, when I love something that, uh, okay. So if you heard that in the background, I don't know how good my setup is here, but that was Layla. She was shaking herself. So it's kind of like, she's saying hi to you. Okay. So, um, you know, if I love something, you're going to know about it. Okay. So Again, all my knowledge came from this book, One Word That Will Change Your Life. Again, that's by Dan Britton, Jimmy Page, and John Gordon. And this book with the copy written date is 2013. And that was 10 years ago. So things have changed, obviously. But in the book, it states that roughly, again, this is back in 2013, 2012, 2013, 87% of us humans make New Year's resolutions. 
and I'm just a total geek when it comes to numbers and percentages. So I wanted to find a recent number on that to give you. As of this year, 2022, when this is being recorded, according to Google, 87%, again, of us humans make resolutions is down drastically. Let me say that again, because that kind of sounds weird. So in 2013, it was 87% of us humans made resolutions. According to Google, any guesses on what it is as of 2022, how many of us as a percentage make New Year's resolutions now? It's gone down like a lot. We are down to 38.5%. So if you guess 38.5%, you're right. <laughs> Just below 40% of us now make New Year's resolutions. Again, back when this book was written, it was much higher over double times. It was 87%. So my question, like, are you one of them? Are you one of the 40% nowadays that make New Year's resolutions? Like I said, I like finding numbers and percentages. They're just fascinating. So if you do too, well, there you go. <laughs> it has me wondering though, what has changed from 2013 when this book was most recently published to now? Like what's changed? What has not changed is that 50% of resolution makers, they will fail by the end of January. They not, not they will fail, but if you make a New Year's resolution right now, if you're the 40% that make a resolution, 50% of you will fail your resolutions by the end of the year. That's that, that's a lot. I think I think that's a lot. I don't know. What do you think? Okay, so you know that New Year's resolutions because um I used to make them all the time and I definitely was one that failed if you want to say it because that's kind of a harsh word I guess failed um but it went like I left unfinished I gave up that's harsh too but I did so when we make new year's resolutions what they really are it's what we didn't accomplish it's what we didn't do or what we didn't finish in the current year so it's like oh I want to be fit I want to be healthy well more than likely I probably wasn't this year. So I'm going to make that as a new year's resolution, or maybe I started and I just didn't finish it. Or maybe I'm just beginning in that journey and I want to continue it. That's typically what new year's resolutions are, right? So going back to my corporate days in HR, I presented this one word theory based on this book year after year to all the leaders I supported. I, I, again, I was that huge of a believer. I still am. And those leaders, they became huge fans and be believers too. In fact, I check in on many of them and they still have their one word to this day. So my question to you is, do you know why? Why is this one word becoming such a thing? Well, the answer is it's simple. It's, and I don't mean that it's a simple answer. I mean, the word is simple having one word. There's no me memorizing like what you agreed to do for yourself. Um, no more feeling inadequate or like a quitter when you give up, if you give up, not when, if. <laughs> so while the chances of you coming up with um, a New Year's resolution and sticking with it is on the lower end, as I said, because 50% of resolution makers, it fails by the end of January. I never told you that aspect of it by the end of January, the first month. Um, and please, 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 more power to you if you 
are able to set New Year's resolutions and keep them throughout the year, hell yes, you go girl. I am cheering you on. Keep up the great work. But for those who don't make New Year's resolutions and are interested to know more about One Word, that's where we're going to dive in. Okay. So One Word started it back in 1999. Oh my gosh. I just got that Prince song in my head. <laughs> 1999. Okay. Um, moving on. I've been using the one word uh, since 2013. I went back and I found all my pages of one word. So one word gives you meaning. It's a mission. It's passion. It's purpose. One word helps you focus on what matters most. So how to choose your word. So you still may not have any idea what your word is going to be for the new year. And that's okay. Again, I want to say that's okay. You're not behind by any means. You can pick out a word any time of the year. It doesn't always come right away. And it takes time. It takes time. It, just give yourself time. Don't like pressure, like I got to pick a word. I need to pick a word. Instead of it randomly like picking one and allowing, allow the word to choose you. I promise, I promise you, your word will come. So with that said, here are some questions that you can ask yourself and help you find and receive your word. Okay. The first thing that you need to do before we get to the questions is you need to unplug, unplug from the noise and the distractions of life. Now this can be quite difficult, especially with little ones running around you, or if somebody's always needing your attention, your phone notifications are going off, or in my situation right now, the boys are watching a football game, so there's lots of distraction at our house right now. <laughs> so what you need to do is you need to find a place where you can escape, girl, all by yourself. No TV, no music, no computer, no phone, no other people, and definitely, oh my God, no to-do lists. You need to silence yourself, your brain, and your environment. Then, then is when you are ready to answer these questions, okay? The first one is, what do I need? This isn't necessarily about what you want, <laughs> but we truly need. What do I need? What areas of your life need the most change and why? This question helps to uncover some obvious and hidden issues that need your attention. It's also a jump start to the list of possible words for the year. So two more questions that you can ask yourself under this category is, what do I need more of or what do I need less of? Okay. That's the first one. What do I need? The second one is what's in my way. So look for obstacles or things that are preventing yourself from personal growth is a really powerful process. So what's preventing you from having what you need? The answer to this question can be really revealing, revealing, excuse me. So the second question is what's in my way? The third, what needs to go? Sometimes we are holding hostage to our past mistakes or pain or the bitterness and lack of forgiveness can hold us back. So other times the words should have or could have prevent us from moving forward. So this question, what needs to go, helps you identify the things that we need to let go of in order to make progress, right? So Another way to look at it is what needs to change? What needs to change? Okay. So too often we focus so much time on the what 
we miss the real power, which is the why behind the word. So it's not what word am I choosing? It's why am I choosing this word? What do I want out of this next year? Or what do I want right now for the rest of this year? So here are a couple of other questions that I've used myself. um, This is outside the book that has helped me find my word as well. Uh, One of them is what do I want to focus on this next year? And the second one is what matters most to me right now? So hopefully that will help you get to your word. And I wanted to, because sometimes this sparks something, but I wanted to share a whole bunch of examples with you of just single words that if it speaks to you, write it down. Okay, here that goes. Love, joy, patience, kindness, rest, prayer, health, train, flexible, devotion, intimacy, discipline, smile, commitment, overcomer, bold, positive, green, inspire, finish, purity, integrity, strong. Wow, right? (laughs) And so I also want to share just a few of the words that, I mean, if they can help you, awesome. So here are some of the words I've had in the past. Live, give, peace, simplify, onward, comfort, resilience. And then last year coming out of 2021 with boob cancer, having that all removed, my word this year in 2022 was thrive. So once you discover your word, then the fun starts. However, keep in mind, some say that finding your word is a hard part. It's actually living it. Living it is the hard part. So to help you, I have a few ideas. One, post your word prominently in places on a regular basis. So maybe that's your car dashboard, your bathroom mirror, the refrigerator, your desk, create a screensaver. Maybe it's like on your phone. So whenever you unlock your phone, you see your word. And as I do every year, feel free to email me your word and I will create a printable sign just for you. It's no cost, or you're more than welcome to visit my website, my website, www.simplifywithyou.com. There will be a downloadable fill in the blank PDF. If you want to print that off and write that onto, that is perfect. In fact, that's what I used to do back in my corporate world. I would always print off the, what's my one word for the year based on the book. Um, You can go to the book's website. In fact, I'm sure too. Um, Again, the book was called One Word for One Year for One Life. So I am... So excited to have done this podcast for you. This episode, I was called podcast. This is an episode, this episode for you. So again, just to reiterate those questions really quickly to ask yourself and help find the why to your word are, what do I need? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? What is in my way? What's preventing me from having what I need? The third is what needs to go? What needs to change? Then I ask myself, what do I want to focus on this next year? What matters most? And there you go, friends. If you like to share your word with me, again, please do. Oh my gosh, I love knowing what everybody's word is. Um, And this year, I am happy to share that I came up with a word of vibrant. Because as I looked at Google, 
It had some great meaning behind it, full of spirit, lively, energetic, strong, rich, determined, ballsy. I love that word. Warm, full, flamboyant, effervescent, and spunky. So my word I'm sharing with you here first is vibrant. So again, share yours with me. I love this. Okay. I hope this episode finds you healthy and warm and good spirits. Um, going into the next year in 2023, I will be recording every other week. So these will be um, every other Thursday podcast instead of every week. So I can devote some time to my wonderful women that I support. So I am always here if you have any questions. Again, take care and happy new year. Did you know that you will retain 90% of what you learn when you share it? If there's something you found helpful, tag me so I can personally thank you. And if we aren't already friends on social media, you can find me at Simplify With You on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to virtually meet you. Thanks for listening.